Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Rokita, and I'm back here again, live on On Stage Plus, getting ready to give you your week eight NFL highlights. And of course, I'm doing it my way. So today, I want to recap some things that we talked about last week when I did week seven highlights and give you a take on what's happened around the league how I think things are going to turn around this half, second half of the season for a couple of our favorite teams and a few other things that happen to be happening on and off the field across the NFL. So look, we got a lot to go over. I got a lot I want to share. So come on, let's get started. Join me now. We're coming up in Rose Corner. So much is going on. Like I had to sit down because things kind of got a little serious outside of the NFL, off the field, should I say, a little serious, kind of some things a little sensitive and a little crazy this past week. So it appears that I'm constantly talking about injuries and players and players being out for the season. And I feel like as the weeks have gone on, I've talked more and more about injuries and especially injuries from some pretty key players. Um, not only that, though, I also want to talk about some tragic and somewhat sensitive events that took place in the NFL as well. So and that brings me to one of our first stories that was definitely kind of tragic involving the NFL. And that was the arrest of wide receiver of the Las Vegas Ra Raiders, Henry Ruggs. Um, you know, very interesting story here. Ruggs was arrested and charged with a DUI resulting in a death. Um, and this was Tuesday morning. So as I hear the story, I think, oh my goodness, the Raiders are in the news again. Here we are, week eight. Um, we've got rugs in this situation. In week five, we had uh, Coach John Gruden submitting his resignation over some emails. And now here we have this. And I'm thinking, my goodness, these Raiders just cannot seem to catch a break. But this situation was definitely, definitely um, tragic. And so um, what happened was um, you got rugs who him and a female passenger were in a car. He gets into an accident, a DUI. There's a death involving the accident. And this is early Tuesday morning at like 3.30. And right after that, or should I say that evening, the Raiders announced that they have released rugs. And so for someone like myself, I'm not a Raider fan, so I wasn't too familiar with Ruggs. Um, and I had to look it up because I'm like, well, who is this guy? He actually had some really good numbers at the start of the season. I mean, he was selected 12th overall in the 2020 NFL season when he was drafted by the Raiders. Uh, but just this season alone, he had over 20 receptions for about 469 yards. Uh, he only got about two touchdowns, but he had a lot of yards. So he seemed to be an up-and-coming, promising young player. Um, but the way this all played out for him is just certainly tragic and, and definitely tragic for uh, the victim in this accident. So um, the NFL released a statement saying that their hearts went out to the family and friends of the victim of this horrific tragedy. And, um, you know, it really is. It's just one of those things in those situations where you hear a story, you hear about these players, um, you know, performing at the highest level. And you think, oh, my goodness, one bad decision, one poor decision has now completely changed and altered um, your whole entire life. 
um, in this situation, not just his life, but the life of the family members of the victim. So it just, it lets you know that you just have to be so mindful about the things you do and the decisions you um, make off the field. So um, for me, my prayers are with that family as well. Um, that was certainly a sad story that um, I didn't want to hear about. And, you know, the Raiders were leading um, the uh, AFC West. They have a five and two record and they were actually on a buy this past week. So they're on a buy and here comes another story about them. So I really hope they can move past this. I know they can um, and maybe utilize the situation as a learning tool, um, something for the organization to kind of really zone in on with their um, players, the current players now, so they don't have any more fortunate, unfortunate situations like this. And, and the NFL as a whole kind of really looking at um, something like this. So we'll see how the Raiders do the rest of the season. Um, they play the New York Giants in New York this week. Um, the New York Giants are currently tied in the NFC East division with the Washington football team. And so another story that happened to take place off the field that I thought uh, was pretty interesting and, you know, a little concerning, but I thought handled probably accordingly before another tragedy took place was the announcement from wide receiver Calvin Ridley um, that he was taking a break from football to focus on his mental health. I mean, this is just something that you keep hearing a lot about this past year, especially with these athletes and mental health. Um, May was Mental Health Awareness Month, and we've seen throughout the summer um, that we had quite a few athletes taking a stance and withdrawing from um, their sport and participating because they needed to focus on their mental health. So, you know, there's no question in my mind um, that mental health or the lack of awareness of mental health is a major, major concern all around the world. Um, you know, Ridley had mentioned he had a personal issue going on really just about a week ago. He made all the practices this week, but did bring up some personal issues, didn't mention what the personal issue was, uh, but obviously something is going on that's um, weighed heavy on him. And um, I think it's amazing to see because he said the, you know, he's gotten nothing but support from the players and the Atlanta Falcons um, organization. So I think that's um, a really good thing as well. Um, I think it's important as fans and as a community, as a football community, that we show our support to these athletes that are human just like us and you know even to our own friends and family members that are experiencing this that we show support that we reach out uh, because these mental health issues seem to be arising and they play such a big key in how these players perform so for me uh, what i found interesting with these stories um, as i've been talking about injuries i'm thinking about players that experience these injuries and, you know, these injuries are season ending. And so for many of them, they find themselves falling into like this state of depression. Um, they just can't seem to fathom what's happened. And I think there's a connection there, of course, with these injuries. So when I hear about these injuries, it really does break my heart because you think these players have been working so hard to get to this level of where they're at. And just, you know, within the blink of an eye, within, you know, a wrong turn, a wrong tackle, um, something can change. And now your future has changed or come to a halt 
um, or perhaps, you know, ended for just a short time. But there is a connection there with um, these players. And when they can't perform where they think they should be and what they're supposed to be doing, it takes a toll on um, one's mental health. And so um, I, you know, my prayers go out to all the players around the organization NFL that are injured, that are recovering. Um, one that I really hated to see this week, which, um, you know, I talk about this guy almost every single week and um, to see what happened to him after he was breaking all these records was just so heartbreaking. And that is my favorite man, Derek Henry. Uh, so in Sunday's game against the Indianapolis Colts, um, Derek Henry gets injured. And um, it was so sad to see because it was kind of um, early on in the game when it actually happened. And so I'm thinking, oh my God, he's setting all these records. He's broke all these records. And here he is um, with an injury. I mean, the Tennessee Titans, they pull off the victory. They win 34 to 31 um, in overtime. Uh, but be and before the injury, <laughs> Henry was on his way again to breaking more records. I mean, this is just, we're not, we're halfway through the season, like exactly at the halfway point. All these teams are scheduled to play what? 18 games, we're at week nine. Week nine, and this kid is still breaking records. He starts the season with 219 carries, um, rushing for more than 700 yards. I mean, that's the most by a player in NFL history in the first eight games of the season. So he's injured. He's out for the rest of the season. They think there's a possible comeback, maybe by playoffs. We're not really sure. Um, and he's still breaking records. And then the crazy thing about that is that um, he's carried over 200 of the 230 rushing attempts among all the Titans running backs this season. So he's setting records, and here he is out for the season, setting records, scoring over 200 of the rushing yards. So what does this say? I mean, what does this say about the Titans? What is going to happen now? And um, we absolutely know this is going to affect um, the Titans team. And it's just unfortunate because, you know, um, they don't have too many running backs that are doing a whole lot. Uh, on this team. They got a couple on the bench. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Um, and, and just to back up, if you didn't see it early in the first quarter, uh, Derrick Henry is seen limping off the field. I mean, he's walking clearly. He cannot walk very well. He takes his cleat off. Uh, you see him over there being evaluated. And uh, Mike Head coach Mike Vrabel said um, he actually wanted to sit Henry down that game, uh, the rest of the game, and Henry insisted on continuing to play. And, you know, that just goes to show you where his heart is and how many players um, feel when it comes to injuries. And, you know, sometimes the injury is looked over or, you know, sometimes it doesn't seem as bad. And now here you have a coach that allowed a player to go back in uh, because he said he was okay. And Derrick Henry leaves the rest of the game. We see he has broken a bone in his right foot. He is out for the rest of the season. So, you know, it's, it's kind of heartbreaking to see how all of this happened. Um, I think um, for the Tennessee Titans, they still have a really good chance of making uh, the playoffs. They're, 
you know, their record is what it is. And so they still have an opportunity to make it to the playoffs. Um, they have running back Jeremy Nichols, who's available. Um, that's just, there's no replacing Henry. I mean, at this point, there's no replacing Henry. There's even talk that they're si they've signed Adrian Peterson to the team. So I don't know. I don't know. We will see how things play out. Um, the Tennessee are winning. They're winning their division, the Titans. So honestly, I think they have still a good chance of winning. I think they have a great chance of still making the playoffs. They are going to have to tighten up a little bit. Um, but, um, you know, Coach Varvel said he was going to continue to play the game the same way, which was running. Um, so he's going to definitely have to utilize uh, the RVs that are on the bench right now. And hopefully Adrian Peterson can get in there and turn this season around or keep it going for the Tennessee Titans. So we'll see how they hold up and keep going this week because they face off the seven and one Los Angeles Rams in LA, which I think is going to be an amazing game to watch another game. So um, praying and wishing for a speedy recovery from a man, Derek Henry, um, be well and uh, heal safely and healthy and come back when it's time to come back. Because, you know, these players are trying to come back a little too soon. But uh, I know he's got a great team around him. So speedy recovery, Derek. We are going to miss you certainly on that field. Another player we're going to miss on the field that we certainly have to wish for a speedy recovery is a player that I just talked about last week because he was showing out the beginning of the season, and that was Jameis Winston. I had him on my list as players and teams that were progressing and getting better as the season went on. So Jameis Winston of the New Orleans Saints also went out with an injury this past Sunday. And I'm telling you, it just seems like Sunday after Sunday, all these injuries are just coming up. There are more and more injuries. Um, I knew this was going to be a great game, though, because Jameis Winston um, was going up against uh, his old team, and uh, they end up pulling off the victory in this game as well, which was amazing, 36 to 27. So, you know, for me, it just, it just goes to show you how quickly things change. But that's, again, how it is, especially in the NFL. Uh, these things happen so quickly and in just such like just a quick moment, things happen to change just like that. So, um, you know, I wasn't expecting to see this with Jameis Winston. I was expecting a great game as it was, because if you watch the game, Brady just comes out on fire. I mean, he puts up the first points on the board. Um, you see him and Winston kind of going back a little back and forth. And, um, you know, at some point, um, when you see Winston get injured, you're just kind of like, please tell me that did not just happen. Like, did that really just happen? And so we see it. We see it early on. Um, he goes out. He's scrambling around, I think, in the play. And he gets horse collared. So he gets horse collared. He gets spinned around one way. His knee goes another way. And you just see it. Like, on the replay, I see it. And I think, oh, God, this is going to be bad. And sure enough, it was bad because we now know 
that Jameis Winston has a torn ACL and um, will be having surgery. So that puts him out uh, the rest of the season. Um, that's just such an unfortunate event too. Um, uh, but you know, we got to give it up because Trevor Seaman came in and finishes out the game, uh, 159 passing yards, one touchdown. And so Seaman did his thing, but Seaman played last year. You know, he was there with Drew Brees as well. So I think, um, you know, things will kind of play out well. It appeared that the team really kind of rallied up. And, of course, you know, they did it for Winston. We're going to win up against Tom Brady, up against Tom Brady. So we all seen it. Fourth quarter, even the best of them do it. Brady throws an interception. <laughs> so this pass was intended for good win, but was picked and taken to the house by Williams for a 40-yard touchdown, which gave New Orleans Saints a 36-27 big old victory over the Buccaneers. That was a really, really, really good game, but we knew it was going to be um, one of those games. So, you know, um, speedy recovery again to Winston alone. Again, setting more records, Winston as well. Um, he totaled throwing over 1,100 passing yards in just these eight games, in just these eight games, 95 of 161 passes completed. So these are big numbers um, for Winston. And again, here he is out. So uh, we will see how Seaman holds up against the um, Atlanta Falcons in New Orleans, actually. They'll be playing in New Orleans against the three and four Atlanta Falcons. So we are wishing both of those players um, the best of recoveries, speedy recoveries, um, you know, praying for the teams, the organizations. Um, and it's really unfortunate to see these two young players um, get injured and go out like that. But you know what wasn't unfortunate? I told you last week, it was two teams I was concerned about, two teams that I said need to get it together. And guess what? Both those teams did it this week. That's right. I'm talking about my team, of course, the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. They both pulled out wins this past Sunday. Now, okay, they may not have been the best looking wins, okay, but a win is a win. The 49ers played the Chicago Bears in Chicago. They come out with a 33-22 win. So for me, I'll take it. Hey, we actually played quite well, I thought. Uh, you know, it's so funny because all our family members are like, yeah, you guys played the Chicago Bears. I mean, you won. It was just the Chicago Bears. Hey, they had a record similar to ours. So as far as I'm concerned, um, we beat a team that was right there on our level, the Chicago Bears. So you had players like Elijah Woods. He was a rookie um, rushing for over 100 yards, 49ers. Um, let's see. My man, uh, JG, had over 300 passing yards, two rushing touchdowns. Uh, Debo Samuel had 171 receiving yards. And our kicker, Jay Slay, three field goals, including his longest one of the game, made 52 yards. So for me, this was a pretty decent win. And we'll take it. Now, the only thing we have to do is continue that and keep that energy up as we face off the 7-1 Arizona Cardinals in San Francisco in this week, week nine. But again, I got faith in my team. Um, you know, you never know what's going to happen, just as we seem, speaking of, in that Arizona Cardinals game. So let's get into that one, because that one for me, 
I'm telling you, week eight was amazing. It started off with this, and I told y'all this was going to be a game you did not want to miss, and that was the Arizona Cardinals and who else? Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. So I still can't believe the Cardinals lost. I'm still a little awe about, I guess it's so much more the way they lost and not in the fact that they lost because let's face it, if you're going to take an L, um, I mean, what other way would you want to take it against, you know, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers? So I'll take the loss. It's how the loss happened. I really feel like Arizona Cardinals should have won that game, but the Green Bay Packers win that game with the final score of 24 to 21. And so here, another player, we see Kyler Murray throws an interception, but before that, he gets injured in that play. So for me, I'm just like, okay, so we've got the interception. One, green. How did you not know that ball was not coming to you? Um, clearly, somewhere, there was a breakdown of communication, and green's back is completely turned. So what happens? Kyler Murray throws an interception. He also gets hurt on that play. So for me, I'm just like, this just was a horrible way um, to really kind of lose that game. Um, Aaron Rodgers, though, did a phenomenal job. He had 184 passing yards with two touchdowns, both to Randall Cobb. Uh, Aaron Jones even picked up a two-yard rushing touchdown up the middle. Um, and my man Murray, before, during this game, he throws for 274 passing yards. I mean, he didn't have any touchdowns this game, but um, we had James uh, Conner, who had two rushing, uh, two rushing touchdowns. Let's see, who else? Uh, Chase Edmonds had a touchdown. So, you know, the Cardinals stayed in this game pretty much up until the end. And I even believe that at some point, I think Aaron Rodgers thought they were going to lose too, because if you see his face on the sideline, it's disappointment, straight disappointment. So he's disappointed because he knows. I mean, the game actually looks like um, it was going to be a victory for the Arizona Cardinals, and that is not what happened. So we've seen it take a totally different turn. Green Bay Packers win, and um, I tell you, that – for me, again, is one of those games that I'm always going to be like, mm -mm, it should have never happened that way. Um, but it did happen that way. So we'll see what happens. Um, the Atlanta, uh, they're now 7-1. and one. They're still leading the NFC West. And as I mentioned earlier, they will be taking on the San Francisco 49ers in San Francisco this Sunday. The Green Bay Packers. They're going to be taking on our Kansas City Chiefs. That's right, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, this was the other team I talked about. I did. I talked about Kansas City. I talked about Mahomes last week. That was the other team. I said, hey, they need to get it together. We talked about all the turnovers. I talked about what was going on. Um, but they managed to pull off a victory uh, 20 to 17. And, you know, what I thought was kind of interesting for me with this game is that um, it was an ugly win. I mean, no matter how you see it, no matter what, um, I just think it was um, kind of an ugly win. Um, you see Mahomes kind of scrambling around and it doesn't really seem like he's, you know, doing too much. Again, you know, 
New York Giants, they're playing the Giants at home. And it just seems like he still doesn't seem very fluid uh, with what he's doing. He doesn't seem, um, you know, too confident. I mean, he threw, he, you know, he did what he did, um, but they had so many penalties. It was hard. I mean, it was really hard to watch it because it was penalty after penalty. Um, they have the most penalties in this game alone. They had over 10 penalties against them. That's the most they've had in probably the last three or four seasons. So for me, that says a lot about how they're not really progressing. They just happen to win this game. Uh, Travis Kelsey didn't perform the way he normally performs either. Um, he had 27 receiving yards. That's the lowest in his career, especially considering how many times he was actually targeted in this game. So it's going to be interesting still to see them moving forward because it still just doesn't feel like you watch the game and thought, all right, they're back. Mahomes is back. He's on top of it. Woo, we got over that. No, I watched that game and was like, okay, Kansas City, um, you might want to be careful. You might want to be careful. Why? Because you're going to be playing the Green Bay Packers this Sunday. So Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs will meet the Green Bay Packers this week. So look, we got a lot of things that took place around the league. Um, you know, again, these are my highlights, just my way. I like to share them and usually recapping situations that happened prior to the weeks before. We're currently in week nine, coming into week nine. So um, in week eight, we actually really did have some other interesting games that um, I got a chance to watch. The New York Jets beat the Cincinnati Bengals 34 to 31 which um, for me, I thought was kind of interesting considering the way the Bengals just banged on the Baltimore Ravens <laughs> the week before. So that was kind of interesting, um, but they win. Okay, they win. The New York Jets win. The LA Rams beat the Houston Texans 38 to 22. And the Pittsburgh Steelers defeat the Cleveland Browns 15 to 10. Now that game was kind of a boring game. It was a low scoring game. So, I mean, both teams defensively, actually both teams played, played well. Um, they held each team to what? A touchdown and a field goal. So, you know, it says a lot about the defense they played. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles destroyed the Detroit Lions, uh, 44 to six. And, you know, with the Eagles having a record of only three and five, um, the way they played, you would have thought they were first in their division. Um, that Detroit Lions, I just, I don't know what, I don't know what's going on. They're 0-8 right now. Um, they just can't seem to turn it around at all this season. I, I mean, we're halfway through in their 0-8. So um, it doesn't say a whole lot um, because let's just face it, the last couple of years, the Detroit Lions have not played that well. I mean, last year they placed fourth in the NFC division uh, with a 5-11 and record. And that was definitely better than the season before because in 2019, they were 3-12. and so I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take for those Lions to turn it around, um, but we'll definitely see at the end of the season. The Panthers ended up with a victory of 19-13 over the Atlanta Falcons. Um, Buffalo Bills. Okay, so the Buffalo Bills defeat Miami Dolphins 26-11. to um, That was actually a pretty good game, too. The Los Angeles Chargers come out 
with a 27 to 24 victory over the New England Patriots. Um, this was a good game because here you see Justin Herbert doing his thing. I mean, he has 223 passing yards, uh, nine rushing yards with two touchdowns. So for me, that was an amazing game. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 31 to 17. Um, thank you. And then we got those Dallas Cowboys. They actually pull off a win after they decide not to play Dak. I mean, they played the Minnesota Vikings. They came out winning with the win of 20 to 16. We knew Dak, uh, any, all of us knew Dak should not play that game. They had him practicing even up till like Thursday for that game, which I thought was just, you know, not really a good decision considering Thursday after practice, he complained of pain, um, um, you know, in the same cap that he pulled. So for me, it was a great decision. Um, so what do they do? They put in Cooper Rush, who struggled a little bit. He struggled in the first half, but if you look at the numbers, he had 325 passing yards with two touchdown passes. And one of them, of course, to his teammate that owns the same name, Amari Cooper. And I found out that's the first time in history ever that a passer and a receiver have ever scored and have the same last name. Boom, Cooper and Cooper. So again, uh, we had some great games in week eight. I'm really, really excited. Week nine is coming up. We are at the halfway point, people. For us fans, us like myself, and you all out there, this is football at its finest, the way things are happening. The playoffs aren't here for another eight weeks. I mean, so we don't even see the playoffs to what, January? So, so much can change within these games. So stay tuned, stay here, uh, come back, join me next week, week 9, 10, 11, 12, as we roll this thing out, because I am going to keep coming with the updates, I'm going to keep coming, um, hopefully with not so many injury reports, but um, the turnaround events that are taking place um, in the NFL. And I keep saying it, I feel like this has been one of the best NFL seasons in the last two or three years. I mean, just very exciting. COVID probably had a little something to do with that, of course, last season, but we are in full effect this season. The season is going. I'm here. I'm going to be covering all of your highlights here. So you'll find me here on On Stage Plus, which you can find on all social media streaming sites. I'm here. This is it. I'm signing off now. Thank you for joining me. I will see you next week in Rose Corner with your week nine highlights.